1: I don't mean to laugh, but that hard pivot—we're all doomed. Hey, what about the Hawks? Got to figure out the trade deadline. I know, yeah. I know.
2: That is, is that who is, who is, is such a big, big mystery to me. I have no idea what they're going to do.
1: I, I, I think the the longer this goes on, y'all correct me if I'm wrong. The longer this goes on, the less likely I feel like it is, is that anything happens. And and I think that that is going to be—I think it's going to be hard for a lot. Isn't that what Brian
2: Windhorst said? The uh, preeminent uh, NBA? Yeah. Well, reporter.
1: he he basically said that he doesn't think they're. they're they, that they want to blow the team up. I. The farther we get into it, I'm like, okay, maybe it'll just be a small trade. Maybe it'll oh. be like a veteran moving around yeah. where you bring in kind of like a, you know, I, I was it two years ago or last year that they brought Bruno back? And, you know, it was just like one of those little, little small moves for a depth piece on the bench. What, Which
2: can mean a lot, though, when you don't have a lot of depth and then you get a couple of injuries and people dinged up, that really erodes your depth and your rotations. Yeah. And uh,
3: What constitutes blowing this team up, though? Is it DeJounte? I, I mean, trade one of the starters. Because well, the, so so you think if they tra- and I'm, I'm not being being aggressive, I'm just saying, do you think if they trade Clint Capella, it's blowing the team up? I, I don't necessarily think trading Clint Capella is a good question. Is, what is what the, is the up.
2: benchmark for what constitutes blowing up? I guess probably three three players that play the most minutes.
3: Yeah, well, a starter
2: and a two two bit pieces that also play a lot of minutes.
3: Rob, I know you know this. Remember the what the uh, three years that they were trading. John Collins, every offseason, every draft day, <laughs> every trade-in deadline, and it never happened never until happened. last year. The same people that said he was, uh, he'll was he be traded before this, he'll be traded before that, are now saying, well, they're making a move. Whether it's Jante or Capella or, or you know, this guy, they're, they're definitely making a move. So I, I honestly don't think they make one move. I think they stand pat.
2: I kind of think they will, too.
3: I could be way wrong, and – I mean, who cares? I, I don't really care if I am or not. I just – it's like, like, you know, they were going to do all this stuff in the offseason. All they did was trade John Collins. That's yeah. it. It, it's just, it just seems like this team never still, makes the move you think they're going to make. No,
2: guys, but I still thought coming into the season, maybe they could sneak, scratch, and claw their way to maybe a five seed. And uh, I just case.
3: I,
1: I, if they don't make a move. I'm still going to sit here and hold out hope that having everybody healthy and, and being around Quinn, you know, yep. for, a, for a full season that you can somehow round into form. I don't know that that obviously isn't for, my, for me and my opinion, say run at a championship, but that you could get a little bit better and maybe have a better finish than you did last year. I I don't know, though. I don't want them to just make a trade just to make a trade. It's got to be something that makes sense. I don't want to, you know, I I don't want to get backed into a corner. But when you're talking about the the financial restrictions, it seems like, you know, some of these decision makers are dealing with and. Uh, there there's really not a good solution it seems like you you got to figure out a way around that and so that's where you kind of end up where you're at right now where you're stuck in purgatory
3: at least we now have one all-star as Trey was as Trey was uh named to the yeah. all-star team as a uh, reserve because of Joel uh Joel Embiid yeah. as as he's been called but was out with injury so that's you know look and Julius Randle as well Scotty Barnes made it also
2: well, you know, Draymond Green actually had some pretty high praise for Trey. It's hell guarding him. It's
3: absolute hell. I'm telling and we're you. we're talking
2: about the former defensive player of the year in the NBA. so
3: That's what Steph told Trey. He said, look, Clay's, getting, Clay's, Clay's done. I'm getting older. You come run point. I'll move over the two, and we'll win another <laughs> title or two. Uh, I'm, that's what he told him. I, I, don't be surprised, Trey. Don't ask to go to Golden State this offseason. <laughs> yeah, there, there it is. There it is. Breaking news. Breaking news. Uh, I no, kid, I'd, but yeah.
1: Yeah, but you might. There might be some seriousness in there. No, I, I, I don't. I don't know what to think. And, and I'm glad for Trey that he finally did make the All-Star team. I feel, in my opinion, it seems ridiculous that we've gotten this far. I mean, he's the reigning uh, Conference Player of the Week, and it just, it, it just the whole thing seems like a slap in the face. And as much as, as much as Trey can be polarizing in this city and to to some people in this fan base, for, for reasons I don't quite understand. He's still our guy, right? He's still our guy, our superstar, and I'm happy to see him. I agree. I, I
2: think, in fact, his defense has improved his all-around game. I mean, he's he's become one of the best passing guards in the NBA. His I mean, defense is so
1: underrated this year.
2: Right. And that, that's a sign of maturity. That was my fundamental issue with Trey, just mature a little bit, and it seems like he's heading in that direction. And I think uh, whatever issues are out there in the NBA, they kind of kept him off the All-Star team until he gets in via injury. Interesting, interesting.